Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Jenny says Johnny was a pod chick. Yeah. And then she's like, but I'm a pod chick. Tell me your bro without telling me your bro. Johnny was a pod chick. Fuck off. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we make women cry and then we gloat about it. Looking at you, Izzy and Uche. Uh, okay. So we can all come together as a nation to agree that Uche is the worst human <laughs> on this show. Didn't I casually refer to him as the Long Island serial killer? <laughs> I also casually referred to him as a destroyer of women and worlds. So, <laughs> I mean, I feel like we're, our opinions on Uche are pretty well established. We're not hyperbolic at all. No, Mm-mm. though, you know how I previously said Lydia was um, bunny boiling adjacent? Yes. I don't think we're adjacent. She's full in now. She's full in bunny okay. boiler. That girl is nuts guys if you're uh if you're new here my name's amy archer and i am with my wonderful amazing co-host who wakes up at the crack of dawn on her day off to help me and her name is amanda lipnack radell and she just went to the ren fair yesterday i sure did go to the ren fair yesterday and i saw mermaids did you see dildos wagons i saw no I may have seen Dildo Swaggin's besties. I did not see the actual Dildo I'm sure you saw his entire group. His guild. His guildies were there. Dildo Swaggin's guild was at at the Ren Fair. um, (laughs) Along with a lot of other folks. We saw furries. No shame in your game, but hey, we saw saw Mm -hmm. Mm full-fledged furries. Did Um, you see bronies? Did not see any bronies. We saw a lot of elf ears. Okay. So a lot of elf ears. So the theme of this weekend, so it's the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, and they do like theme weekends. And this weekend was time travelers. Oh, okay, cool. So there were a lot of, we saw a number of Star of Star Wars, uh, Star Trek folks. Okay. Uh, my favorites were the folks who dressed up as characters from Back to the Future. We saw oh, a couple of Doc Browns. Fun, we saw fun, a couple fun. Marty McFlies that brought me joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw... Um, a lot of people dressed in steampunk mm. and friends, I, I am not a, a role playing dresser upper kind of person. I, mm-hmm. I love people that for people, but we were talking about, we don't understand steampunk just because it was never an era. Yeah. Timmy is big into steampunk genre, like reading oh. it and stuff like that. Okay. Maybe Timmy, maybe we could yeah. get Timmy on the mic to explain steampunk Yeah, we'll to have us. to get a little clip from him explaining it because, okay. I don't know. Yeah. We both were like, you know, I understand maybe, you know, dressing up as a Renaissance character or, I mean, all sorts of history, you know, yeah. periods in history have different costumes and all of that, and particularly at the Renaissance Fair, dressing up as like, you're talking about you don't understand steampunk in relation to time traveling as a theme i don't understand steampunk in like what is i mean i know what the aesthetic looks like Mm -hmm. but like what are we going back to with that like what what is the inspiration for steampunk yeah i don't know would that be like a blade runner situation no, Blade was Runner. Is that steampunk or is that cyberpunk? That's cyberpunk. That's that's okay. more Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I love the costumes and well, some maybe of them. Let me read cyberpunk. Some of these costumes were 
so elaborate and so beautiful and like you could tell we can tell people really like this is their thing this is where Mm -hmm. all of their Mm -hmm. spare ducats are going they are Mm -hmm. into it and some of these costumes are amazing i like the little kids dressed up uh those were really good we saw you guys dress up no i don't dress up okay i don't really dress dress up for halloween i don't either i'm not good at it i've never been good at it i do the um I take a page out of uh, my soulmate Jim Halpert's book, mm. and I usually just kind of throw a name tag on myself or something. Okay. You know, that's my costume. In recent history, the best costume I did was Rosie the Riveter. Oh, cool. Which okay. is an easy one to pull off, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it, it worked. Uh, I've just never been particularly good at it, so not my thing. Can we do a pop culture minute? Sure. I don't know if you know more about pop culture than I do, but I, I figure everybody does. I, it's distinctly so, possible, or I don't know. I I quite often call my mom and ask her who people are because they show up on the Today Show. This is where Le- Leslie comes in handy because she's mm. all up on this stuff. So we're going to put it out there and let's see if you and I can figure it out like two old ladies, okay? Okay, cool. Um, what's happening with Britney Spears? <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know the but latest why antics. Are you doing those dances with the knives? I don't know. Um... I, I, let me put it this way. I'm not going to say I was fiercely on the side of, because I didn't really pay much attention to Britney Spears for a very long time. Right. But I did want her out of that conservatorship. Exactly. That was not right. That was not fair. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure she doesn't need someone to guide her in a very specific way. I just don't think it should be her money money grubbing father. Yes. Yes. But she needs help. Like, yeah. Something's in Denmark there. Like, yeah, she makes me really sad because, you know, she's so talented. And the fact that she was paraded around at like 11 years old and had to deal with Ed McMahon being like, so do you have a boyfriend? Like, Uh, no wonder this young woman has challenges. Yeah. Yeah. And her family was nuts. Like, I don't know. But I did see one of the her dancing with knives thing and I didn't understand it at all. Guys, come at us in the comments. Let us know what's wrong with Britney Spears. Because <laughs> I, mean, I don't want you to you di- mentally diagnose anybody, but just no. tell us like what's going on. If you have an update of what actually is happening in her life, let us know. Okay. Um, second so. thing. Yes. Wearing your Eagle sweatshirt. Uh, yes. Actually okay. Todd's, but yes. Okay. Who is Taylor Swift dating and what is happening there? So Taylor Swift, so this I know, okay. Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey. Who, is he the quarterback for the Eagles? He's, no, he's not on the Eagles at all. <laughs> uh, so Travis Kelsey pay, pays. Travis Kelsey plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's not a quarterback. I don't know what position he plays. I'm sure okay. Todd will like scream from downstairs at some point. His I actually run- know a lot about football, but I haven't followed it in okay. a decade so travis kelsey plays for the kansas city chiefs okay jason kelsey pay, plays for the eagles okay but he's so not the quarterback the, he's not the quarterback either the last time i followed the eagles and i was a diehard eagles fan for a very long time was okay. when McNabb was their quarterback so oh it's been a while you can imagine like it's like i just don't even want i can't go back there it's been a minute <laughs> yeah, i understand I yeah been a minute so yeah at least you didn't say like when ron jaworski was playing it's not quite no. that bad <laughs> was you know into it then as well but yeah of course okay. so 
Jason Kelsey is the one that if folks aren't followers of the Eagles or football in general, he's the one who's like dresses up in ridiculous costumes. And Ooh, he's like a Joe Montana situation. Uh, more like a Court Chester kind of situation. Not Joe Montana, uh, Joe Namath. Not quite, but more Court Chester-y. Okay. The Kelsey brothers are hilarious. We have the better one, of course. I actually saw a t-shirt yesterday at the Ren Fair that says, Our Kelsey brothers better than your Kelsey brother in the Eagles font. And they played each other in the Super Bowl, and the they mom went each- and wore half a shirt for each of them, right? Okay. Exactly. People were calling last year's Super Bowl the Kelsey Bowl, because it was the first time that brothers like that not that had played in the NFL, but the first time two brothers had played in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl. against mm-hmm. each other. And their mom got a lot of airplay because she was wearing the half Chiefs, half Eagles yes. jersey. And, you know, everyone's Peyton like... Manning and Eli Manning were both in the NFL. Right, but they were, never at, the, they were right. never at the Super Bowl at the same time. Right. And um, everyone was saying for, you know, the Kel- mother Kelsey, you know, she was happy no matter what happened. She was happy and sad yeah. no matter what happened. Yeah. One of yeah. her kids was winning the Super Bowl that day. And right now the Eagles are 5-0. and So who's she dating? Which one? Oh, Travis Kelsey. She's dating the, the one in the Kansas City. Oh, the Kansas City. Okay. Right. So, the Philadelphia Kelsey is married with a couple of kids. So somebody was talking about a third Kelsey brother. Does the third Kelsey brother have the podcast? I don't think there is a third Kelsey brother. Okay, you are correct. There's only two Kelsey brothers. But somebody has a podcast. I mean, a lot of people have podcasts. We have podcasts. No. <laughs> like, I mean, really, anyone okay, with a computer and a phone a can have a podcast. They have a podcast. Oh, okay, the brothers. Jason and Travis Kelsey on Apple Podcasts. They okay. have a podcast. Okay. There's also a documentary about, well, it started about Jason Kelsey. It obviously touches on Travis, too. But, like, Jason Kelsey was supposed to retire. And then decided to come back. Okay. And he's just a delight. He is pure joy. He is such a fun, funny dude. Um, During the Super Bowl parade when the Eagles won in 2018, he was the face that most people recognize or, you know, remember. Because, like, dressed as a court jester. And he was just nuts. And he's a delight. I love him. So, the one... So he is the Eagles guy, right? Yeah, Jason. Jason is Eagles. And Travis he's married. Is and from what I understand, people don't like his wife. No, I think they do like his wife. Okay, some. I was reading shit talk about the wife. Okay. Well, there's there's a wife, um, Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. Okay, okay. That's who, what who I'm the mistaken. quarterback okay. of the Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Okay. All right. It was the quarterback of the Chiefs. And apparently his wife was like, she got all the attention in Kansas City. Okay. And then and then Taylor showed up. Okay. That's what I was reading. Thank you. Knocked okay. her down a peg. Okay. So. All right. Okay. This that's where been, this all comes This in. has been Football Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Two old ladies talking about sports stuff. And she's definitely dating him, right? Yes. Like, yes. It's a well, I mean, thing. by all... I don't know if she said out loud, I'm banging Travis, but like, <laughs> by all estimations, he's. I'm banging Timmy. You love what I'm banging Todd. Yes. Um, by all accounts, her next album will feature breakup songs about Travis Kelsey. Yes. Yes. So. If, if it all goes according to how it's been going. <laughs> yeah. If it all goes the way of most of Taylor Swift's <laughs> relationships. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. So after football corner, we're going to start Love is Blind because that's why we're here today. That's actually why we're here today. Um, So we're going to talk Love is Blind. To talk about the greatest couple America has ever known. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Izzy and Stacy. Oh, God. Stacy, I have such issues with her now. If you remember last batch, I was like, she's not that bad. She's not that bad. I don't hate her. You know what I mean? Oh, she's... She... Just triggered something in me. Okay. 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 So we're talking episodes eight and nine. And I'm really disappointed because I thought we got eight, nine, and ten together. But we don't. Mm -mm. Well, they're they're having to drag this out because we only have two couples. It's bad. It's bad. They can't do this with just two couples. But here's the thing. There were other couples. There were other couples. Like the blonde with the with the the fisherman? Yes. She's at the dress buying. I know. I know. I know. Clearly, they filmed her picking a dress. I don't know if they filmed her picking a dress because she was Lydia's guest. Wasn't she? But, no. Or was she Stacy's so. guest? I don't think she was anyone's guest. Oh, I'll have to rewatch that. Because I could feel sworn, like she was anyone's uh, guest. Nick Lachey said... Or Vanessa Lachey said, who do you have with you? And Lydia's going through everybody she brought. And I thought she said, whatever that girl's name is. Blonde girl. Yeah. Blonde girl. Yeah. I don't think so. She talked about her mom and, and things like that. Uh, I don't think she brought But she's showing up in every scene. She's at the big, you know, rooftop party. Yeah. All of that. Because she's engaged. Now, apparently, the rumor is they got a license. They didn't have a wedding. Or maybe they had a wedding, but they never filed the license. Mm-hmm. And then a year later, she married her ex-boyfriend that she dated right before Fisherman Dude. Fisherman Dude gives me not good vibes. So I'm not sure. Because he thinks I'm not... JP is a perfect human who he would marry his daughter off to. That was red flag 17 right there. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like we would have a lot in common with Carter. No, no. I don't mm-hmm. feel like he's our people. No. A lot of these people could not be our people. This is Houston, Texas. It's like. True. It's true. You, you kind of have to understand the culture of each of these cities. And it's interesting because every season is different in large part because of the culture of the people who live there. This is the second season we've had in Texas, correct? Because Alexa and Brenna were in Texas. Brennan. Were Brennan, in- yeah. They were yeah. from Dallas. And it's been interesting. I was listening to Matt and Jake and Matt was talking a lot about how these, these folks are very Houston. Mm. Which I've not spent a lot of time in Houston, but... Me either. He's, he he knows more about Houston than we do, so I'm going to trust his gut that these that these fine folk are very Houston. Okay. And someone was like giving Milton shit about working in oil and gas. I'm like, they live in Houston. Everybody works in oil and gas. That's like giving someone who lives in LA mm-hmm. shit for working in the entertainment industry. Did you like, not watch Dallas? Right. That's what they all do. That whole area. Giving someone shit mm-hmm. for working back in San Francisco. Like, yeah. 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 It's just what is there. So, all right. So we're going to pick up with the fight that has continued. The fight heard around the world. Now, here are some of my notes. Uche is trying to convince Milton he's a nice guy. Yes. So we pick up with those two talking to each other. And Uche is going, I didn't trash talk her in the pops to you, did I? Did I? Did I say one bad thing about her? I didn't, right? I didn't, right? Right. right? I was the right guy. I did everything right. Blah, blah, Real blah, blah, weird. Blah. Real weird. Now, if he really thought Lydia was the stalker that he says she is, she, he would be going to Milton. Honey, don't do this. This girl be cray cray. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. If he actually cared about Milton. Mm-hmm. 
Lydia comes in. She's trying to pull Milton away. And Uche's uh-huh. yelling, don't let her control you. Don't let her control you, man. It's oh real God. weird. It's real weird. Mm-hmm. I, I still need to go back to the fact. I worried about her hoo-ha coming out, but that dress she was wearing was so freaking adorable. She's She dresses well. She does dress pretty well. Yeah. Okay. Stacy so, has never seen a like bandeau top she has not loved. I can't with her. But- I can't with her. <laughs> now Uche goes over to sit with the rest of the crowd. Right. And he he's all worked up. And he goes over and he's like, guys, you're not going to believe this. Uh, Lydia knew that I was being cast. And so she made sure we were here together. Now, Johnny drops her jaw. She's like, oh, like my gob was smacked. Like like one of our lovely backdoor friends said, my gob was smacked. Stacy's gob was smacked. She Mm -hmm. was, her face was dropped. Or I mean, Johnny, I'm sorry. Stacy looks over at Johnny and goes, is your face okay? I know. That was awful. What a fucking bitch. (laughs) Just going to say it. Uh, and I hate Johnny though. I can't stand her. And Johnny's like, um, I was just making a face because I was surprised. And Stacey's go, but you were looking at me. No, oh she God. was. I can't. No, that was, was like looking girl. in that you general admit, That was mean girl. That was mean girl. That was, that was mean girl. That's uh, the thing. Not, I mean, I I understand that she's the best and brightest that America's ever made, but you know, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I feel like. There is such an overtone of meanness here. She can get real mean. And Stacy was real white girl wasted. Yes. At that party. Yes. She was real white girl wasted. She had wasted. 17 white claws at that party. She, mm-hmm. she did. I mean, she like at some point is just poured a bottle in her big old glass of mm-hmm. or her big old gold glass. She was white girl wasted. And Uche's going, can I have the floor here? Like, can you listen to what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, pay attention to me. Yeah, I'm pay, the wrong party Can here. I finish my thought? And then right. Stacy chimes in. Well, first of all, all the girls, including Stacy, are like, no, dude, that's not how this went down. Mm-mm. No. And Miriam chimes in and he dismisses her. Did you see this? He's like, Miriam, oh, yeah. stop. Stop. And he like, I don't care about hand. you. You don't count. And she loses it. And I'm here for it. I want an entire show of Miriam. I need to know what's happening with this woman. I need eyes on her at all times. There's something going down with this girl, but I'm here for her destroying Uche. Now, if you guys remember, she was the one in the pods who like couldn't talk about her career. Right. Where do you live? Saudi Arabia. I mean, Houston. I mean, I'm moving. I mean, I live in Houston. I mean, I have a job. I do skincare. I am a scientist. What kind of science? The scientist kind. So like... (laughs) Uche's kind of like, Stacy, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Come and talk to me. Come and talk to me. Stacy's too drunk to even make a decision here. She's mm-hmm. like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Miriam, meanwhile, is screaming at him. And my favorite line of hers is she's like, I will read you for the filth you are. Yes. I... I'm glad someone said it on, mm-hmm. on camera because mm-hmm. he is filth. I... I mean, I know we'll see him again at the reunion. I don't, we have to have all these ancillary characters on the reunion because we can't have a reunion of just four people. I'm going to say it right now. He's worse than Shake. Yeah. Because he's more dangerous than than Shake. Because he's, he can fake the nice guy thing Mm -hmm, better mm -hmm. than Shake could. Shake didn't have two seconds until he revealed that he was an idiot. Right. Yeah. This guy. He sends chills down my spine. He does too. He is a destroyer of women and worlds. Yes, he is. 
So mm-hmm. Lydia is back and she's defending herself. And Johnny says, you guys have conflicting stories. Like, and she says, Uche's pretty convincing. Yeah. Like he thinks that you were here because he was here. And, you know, she's kind of going through this thing. Now she says, you know, he says you were looking at Instagram stories of other women, blah, blah, blah. And Maris goes. Yeah, I love her. Can we have a whole show of her? I know. Just, just pillow talking this shit. Again, who she engaged to. Why do we miss that story? Right. But Maris goes, do you not look at the Instagram stories of the people you're fucking? Because I do. <laughs> However. I yes. That's not what Uche is accusing her of. No. He's accusing no. her of looking at the stories of women he was following. Following. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is different. Yes, it is. It has a little yes, different it... stink on it. It does. So Milton is again chatting with Uche. And Uche says, I don't want this to affect your relationship at all, but here's ten things that Lydia did that are awful. Right. I don't I, I, I want you guys to work out. I want you guys to be together, but I'm going to single handedly tell you all of the ways in which this woman is cray cray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I hope but you, you guys run off man. and get married. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. Milton, I texted you when this happened. Milton gave a master class in shutting down narcissists because what does he do? He throws the Pythagorean t- theorem at him. I would never have guessed that we'd be talking geometry. Love it. Love in it. Love is blind. I know. I know. But this is, this I thought was so great because this is really how Milton thinks. Like we yeah. saw a really yeah. clear view into Milton's brain. Yeah. Yep. And Milton's an engineer and he's brilliant. And, and we'll talk about his family. And Milton says, there are nuances here. And yeah. we're all on different planes. And I'm the X factor and she's Y and you're Z. And you could see Uche's face. He's like, what is she he even talking about? Right. Which was great. Like, And I think that's in large part, our, I think that's part of why Milton used that example. Just to shut him down all the more because it was brilliant. <laughs> It was he knew that Uche would be out of his mm-hmm. element with that. I was basically out of my element with that. It, I was like, what is he even talking about? I thought, right. I forgot what that theorem was for a minute. I had to look it up, and now I know what it is again. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. But there is this, when I was that reading. Is the, that is the right one, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, good. <laughs> when I was reading um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Okay. He talks about, in one of the opening chapters, this math problem that no one can solve. And one guy solved it after, like, 40 years. And it has driven people insane. Okay. And that's what I thought he was referring to. (laughs) And I was like, that's a baller move to pull that one out. Mm -hmm. That is. No. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. So, back over to moron Izzy and Chris. (laughs) Izzy's so (laughs) dumb. I have thoughts on Izzy. I've evolved a little bit on him. Not much, but a little bit. Okay. I mean, I'm going to put him up for president of the United States, but that's fine. Well, I mean, we've had worse. <laughs> had worse. So Chris is like, I don't appreciate you telling Johnny I said she was a bad person. And Izzy goes, I never said that red flag right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's what I wrote. Okay. Sorry. You just said that you and Chris compared notes and he agreed that you were playing them both and that everyone in the house thought she was shady as fuck. But yeah, you didn't uh, give you, her the impression. You did not actually say the word. She's a bad person. <laughs> You just made her like pretty much think that. Right. Chris says, look, she cleared it up. We're fine. And I think she's amazing. And he kept repeating. I think she's Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. So Izzy says, she told me she was in love with me four times. And this is, Chris is like, what? 
Say oh what? yeah, this got Chris's Say that attention. Again? <laughs> Milk what? <laughs> what? We need to see the footage on that. I know. We need to see that footage. I hope at the reunion that comes out. Me too. Me too. Because did she say I'm in love with you or did she say I'm falling in love with you? Or I could fall in love with you. I think she said I'm falling in love with you. I seem to remember her saying that. I'm going to have... See, this is the thing with this show. We could do a rewatch, but if they edited it out, which they probably did, we won't know. Stacy comes over like a big old mean girl. (laughs) What's going on here? What's going on? (laughs) And Chris is trying to say that Izzy and Stacy's stories are conflicting. Chris is saying this. He's going, your yeah. stories are conflicting. And Johnny calls Stacy out for being deceitful. And she's like, you know, you knew I was dating Izzy. And mm-hmm. you never said that you were. And that was deceitful. Now, you and I um, said at the beginning that she, we thought she was playing it cool. I did too. I don't think it's deceitful at all. I don't either. I think this is the kind of situation where nobody should be talking about who it is. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Until like it's signed, sealed, and delivered. Because you're in competition. At the end of the at the end of the day, this is a game show. So and you're wild. all competing. So wild. And everybody's hot. Everybody's hot. Yeah. Did you read that article I sent you about I did. from Vanity it's, Fair about it's, how people will talk about it? It's right. Mm-hmm. So, um, Stacy says, or, uh, Johnny says something about breaking up and he's like, don't call it a breakup. We weren't dating. Don't call it a breakup. Right. Okay. At one point. That's what it is in the, I mean, is it a breakup in the traditional relationship sense of the word? No. Well, but and that's the thing, like, you know what she means. Right. Right. And then at one point, Johnny's like, are you guys happy? Because you seem to be obsessed with me. And I thought that was a good point. That's a good call out, yeah. Now, Izzy and Stacy go over to the rest of the crew and they try to get them on their side. And I was carefully watching how the other women were reacting here. Okay. And Maris was like, she's my friend. And I don't, like, understand what's going on here. Like, nobody seemed to hate Johnny as much as, as, much as these people did. And I thought that was telling. That was telling. So then in a confessional, Stacy's like, she's boring, she's a liar, and I need to stay as far away from her as possible. This is what I'm talking about. Like, it's really, there's a a deep hatred there that is, like, alarming. I'm not going to disagree. It is over the top, their obsession with Johnny. And now, I don't like Johnny either. I don't think she's a particularly interesting person. Right. She's very weepy and annoying. I... I do think that she was more into Izzy. Yes. And when I, I feel like both Lydia and Johnny would have said yes to Freddy Krueger. Yes. They just wanted to keep going. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, so Johnny, we have separate scenes of Johnny and Lydia both sobbing. And I'm like, good job, gentlemen. Good job. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Now Milton gives Lydia the women party crying. Good job. Milton gives Lydia a pep talk where he's like, You're an amazing woman with a kick-ass job, and you just have mm-hmm. to be more like Milton, less emotional. Put a pin in that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Hey everyone, stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. The other group scene is the wedding dress shopping. Did we want to talk about that? Sure, we can talk about that. I mean Stacy's get going in there and she's like, 
I, I'm, I'm never going to find a dress that I like. So, uh, I might have to cut one and make one of my own. And then she comes out with the most basic fucking fairy tale princess dress. And she's like, this is it. Except I love it. I love it I too, love but dress. I'm like, that's like antithetical to what you were saying. You're like, exactly. exactly. Okay. All right. It did have some interesting boning and I liked the neckline of it. And here's the thing. I know you can't stand her, but she's gorgeous. You could put a potato she's sack on her. Gorgeous. Although I've She'd never look seen amazing. someone look like com- two completely different people with and without makeup on. Oh my God. It's real bizarre. She, she is a two face for sure. It's yeah, wild. For sure. It is. It really is wild. Uh, but I, I liked the, I liked the second dress that she tried on. I feel like all of these dresses look the same though. At the end, it's all that like nude, like underlay with lace on top. Yep. Yep. And all that. I was trying to clock in the um, previews of the wedding. If both women were still wearing those dresses. Right. Cause we know they Quite often don't for dress. Yeah. Stacy is absolutely wearing the same dress. Okay. I can't tell for sure if Lydia is because she had said when she tried on the second dress, she still wanted the like floppy arm things mm-hmm. of the first. So they could very well have like taken that second dress, thrown on some floppy arm things. Mm-hmm. All or, good. Found a dress that matched that. Found a dress that had both of the things that she wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she definitely had the floppy arm things when the second dress, which she said was the one, didn't have the floppy arm things. Okay. This is how much of a fashionista I am. I'm referring to those things as the floppy arm things. I'm sure there's a real name. You're more so than I am. Um, <laughs> Lydia's mom was so sweet through the whole thing. I love Lydia. Love Lydia her. Senior. Yep. Lydia Senior. <laughs> and her shady brother who looks like John Wall. John Waters. I love him. <laughs> all right. So now we're going to Izzy and Stacy, and we're going to cover all of them. Okay. So let's do it. They get back to the apartment and they're loaded. They should not have been having this conversation. I this. I do feel though, if I'm going to have any empathy for Izzy, this is where it's going to be at. Yeah, because he's a hundred percent right him. that she yeah. he, she he will never be good enough for her. Nope. He this won't. is I no think, one is good enough for her. I think this is mind. what bothers me about him. He will never be good enough for her, but he thinks because he's hot that that's enough. Mm. That is enough. And he's one of these guys that thinks because he's hot, he belongs in spaces that he doesn't. And that drives me crazy. She is the ultimate, I think everyone who dates me is dating up. I have the yeah. upper hand. Yeah. But I think in this case, that's true. Yeah. Oh, it's totally true. He Izzy's is- kind of a mess. <laughs> Izzy is a mess and Izzy is gaga for her. Mm-hmm. Completely gaga for her. And... Amanda, how many times does he say he brings her flowers on Monday? We we hear about that a lot. Mm-hmm. As long as they're flowers, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's flowers Monday. Monday flowers. Mm-hmm. He also gave her a plunger. Mm-hmm. Um, so he can't stop asking about Johnny and Chris. He is all into no. this. He's and so Stacy obsessed. doesn't want to talk about it. And she's questioning like why he cares so much about it. Yeah. And he says, Chris is my friend. She's like, he's not your friend. You were in the pod with him for two weeks. Like, stop it. Yes. That's, I do agree with her there. I agree with her there too. Like, yes, you started to form attachments to people, but these aren't friendships yet. No, no, no. So then he says, I saw you railing into her ass and I got so turned on. 
I appreciate you so much. I appreciate our relationship so much. Oh, I'm so glad I picked you. And Stacy is totally pissed off by this, and I don't blame her. So I'm of two minds about this. Okay. I understand what she's saying of like, the way it sounds like is he played the shell game and was just as likely to get anybody else's, you know, like he just picked a card and he drew her card and he was glad he drew her card. Mm -hmm. I can see how someone could take that in that way, that it has nothing to do with her. It's just pure luck. And thank God. I also can see this of like, oh my God, I met all of these other extraordinary women and I'm so glad I picked you because mm -hmm. you are the person for me. That's the way I think he meant it. So let's take a skip over to last resort for a second. Okay. <laughs> let's go down the floor to Keith. So this to me is similar to Ed and Liz being at marriage counseling looking around and seeing what trash is there, you know, that other people are having bigger <laughs> we're problems. we're better than everybody else. And saying, wow, our marriage isn't that bad because we're... And so I think Stacy's point is you should think our marriage is good... Without having to compare it. Without having to compare it to other... Like, without seeing trash. In a vacuum, you should think we're yes. great. Yes. You don't need trash to realize how great we are. Yes. I, like I said, I'm of two minds. I can see how you see it. I can see how it could be taken either way. I see how he meant it. Mm -hmm. I see how she took mm -hmm. it. And both are legit. And I think that she she's very good at articulating what is happening mm -hmm. in the moment. And yes. she says, the appreciation you feel for me should not be elicited from the craziness of everybody Another. else. And I was like. And I don't disagree. That's yeah. well said. So then she's like, why are you so passionate about this? Like, this is the only time you seem to be really passionate. Mm -hmm. And he just has no answer. Then he says, Johnny was a pod chick. Yeah. So I'm talking like, about but this I'm motherfucker. A pod chick. Tell me your bro without telling me your bro. Johnny a was a chick. pod chick. Fuck off. She was a pod chick. And she says that. I was a pod right. chick. We're all pod chicks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're a pod dude. Yeah. Then she says he doesn't do enough for her. And we get into this whole thing. And she says 17 times that he hasn't cooked for her. Right. And it's been like a week and a half. Yeah. And we never see him cook for her. No. He keeps talking around it. Uh-huh. But he doesn't I, do it. And I think I, that sums up his entire personality right there. Yeah. I think he's a lot of talk and no mm -hmm, action. Mm -hmm. I I wish we could get video proof of everything he promised her in the pods. Mm -hmm. Like, I would like a checklist of everything he promised her. And then, like, what have we achieved? She wants, again, the flowers, again, <laughs> and Jake and Matt were on the same page here. She needs somebody who's 10 or 15 years older than her, yeah. who has a fuck ton of money, yep. and treats her like a spoiled brat. That's yeah, what she and needs. Who, and who can run in her circles? Yeah. He's not. Izzy, Izzy, so Izzy is somebody who is deeply insecure. He's mm -hmm. gotten by in life on his looks. Mm -hmm. And- you can agree. He's hot, 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 hot. He's a good-looking guy. I mean, he's yeah. not my type at all. But well, he's, he's not a my very type either, good looking but God, guy. he's hot. Um, but he's probably somebody who is skated by on his looks, and mm -hmm. his insecurity makes him treat other people like shit. So yeah. he's probably always, like, treated people low-key like shit mm -hmm. because he has this nice guy image going as well. He has to be liked by people. He has to be liked by people. Which is the insecurity. But 
Stacy is pressing that button inside of him. Oh, big time. That, And she's going to press on that bru- if Should they marry mm-hmm. and be together, she's going to press on that bruise for the rest of her life mm-hmm. because that is the bruise that keeps him below her. Yes. Yep. And that's where she needs. And he's be. never going to feel enough. He's never going to feel enough. Mm-mm. He's no. never going to be enough for her. And you can see him. He goes into the closet and crawls on the floor nice. and starts crying. What was your take on I this? Was, I was like, what is happening? He doesn't go in the bedroom, I, throw himself on the bed and start crying. He goes in the closet. on the toilet and, and cry. Right. Like, I've cried on many a toilet sure, in my day. Of course. But yeah, he goes into the closet, which by the way, did you happen to watch the premiere of 90 Day last night? No. Okay, there is some young man who we did not get to meet this week mm-hmm. who lives in a roach-filled apartment with like 17 guinea pigs and like 20 cats or something. And his mother lives with him in the closets. Okay. Need to watch that season. (laughs) We are going to have a mother in a closet. Okay. Okay. And Gino and Jasmine, do you need anything more? Nothing more. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I don't know why he went in the closet, but it made me think like he probably hid in many of a closet in his childhood. That's what I'm thinking. It was a trauma response. It was a trauma response. A hundred percent. Something got tripped in him. But he's never I would like to know more about his. Go ahead. He's never, he's just never going to be enough for her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he was probably never enough for a lot of people in his life. Or he feels like he's not because. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. I would like to know what happened in his childhood. His father's not in the picture. Mm-mm. He said right before his mother came to visit, which by the way, I loved his mother. I loved we'll get his, to his mother, mother. Raina, she's a lovely, lovely woman. Uh, he said, you know, my stepfather helped raise me but he's not around anymore Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think i think that izzy feels abandoned by people over and over again so he keeps setting himself up in positions where he will continue to reinforce that narrative yeah i agree i agree he could not be with a worse person here no this is not a good match for either of them Mm mm-hmm and and there's a difference. But they because would make really pretty babies. I think to some extent, Lydia also feels like she's not good enough for Milton, but oh, it's like completely. different. It shows up in a very different it way. It shows up in a different way. Okay. So now, oh God, you're not going to believe what I just wrote. This is terrible. Okay. Stacy's teaching Pilates because of course she is. And Izzy drives a Jeep Wrangler because of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against Jeep Wranglers. I was going to say, my second car was a Jeep Wrangler. Nothing against Jeep Wranglers, but of course Izzy drives on. Of course. Okay, this will come up later when he says, you know, he has terrible credit and all that. That's a nice Jeep he's driving. That's probably a $40,000 Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. a really nice Jeep he's driving. So somehow he's able to make life work. Oh, he probably has like a 7% interest rate on that loan. Probably, but that'll actually just rebuild his credit. Like... We'll talk about the credit thing. Yeah. Let's, I, I let's go through this and then we'll get there because I have a lot of thoughts too. So Izzy comes to talk to her about the fight and she tells him like, you're the calm through the storm for this, for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what she, she says. That's what she finds so attractive about him is that he's yes. so calming, you know, he is very mm-hmm. calming and she's dialed up to 11 all the time. Mm-hmm. And she and... says, I just want to make sure we have such a short amount of time. I just want to make sure you're going to do what you've promised. Which is legit. Mm -hmm. Like, here's the thing. You know, Todd and I were together. We were together for 
almost six months when we had the like, does this, we both suspected it long, long before that, but six months in, does this conversation, does this relationship have the staying power that we Mm -hmm. think it does? Mm -hmm. And if that is the case, is it time for me to meet his son? Because I didn't meet his son until we'd been together for six months. Right. Because he he only introduces him to people he thought were going to be around for a long time, which I think is the right way to do it. They have to figure out what I figured out in six months of basically living with Todd, because it was the pandemic. We basically lived together. They have to figure that out in three weeks. Yeah. So I get what she's saying. Like, we don't have time to screw around here. No. And if you're not going to, like, pull out all the stops now, you're not going to do it when the cameras go away. No, and you're not going to do it when we're five years in and we have two babies and we're sick of each other. Right. So he gives her a present. And like you said, there is a plunger. It's real, real cute, I guess. And I I mean, she appreciated it. And I I thought it was funny. Then he gives her a coupon to cook her dinner while she sits there and looks sexy. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she says she loves him. She loves him. She does baby talk all the time. She baby talks mm-hmm. a lot. And I, I was trying to clock, like, what's happening every time she baby talks? It's when emotions get real. It's yeah. when she has to be vulnerable. It's when she mm-hmm. has to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So now Izzy's mom comes over. Her name's Raina. She's super sweet. She seems to like oh Stacy. But did you clock this? He's like, Raina's like, what do you like about Stacy? He's mm-hmm. he, a couple things he says. I'm like, hmm. she's real tough. To deal mm-hmm. with. And she's not mm-hmm. easy. And yeah. Like, oh, okay. I I have this fear deep inside of me that I'm very difficult to love. And it's childhood trauma shit and I talk about it in therapy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That said, I say to Todd all the time, I'm like, I'm sorry I'm such a pain in the ass. And he's like, you're easy. I wouldn't be with you if you weren't easy. Yeah. Yeah. Healthy people don't choose difficult people to be with. Oh, right. Yeah. I think he sees this as, like you said, repeating the pattern. He's mm-hmm. he's setting up the dynamic that he's lived his entire childhood. Right. You're not good He enough. has to hustle for his worth. Yep. And she's going to tell him at every moment he's not hustling hard enough. Yep. So now they go to NASA because Izzy tells us Stacy's friends and family say she loves riding on private jets. What? Before we get to the private jets, real quick, I want to go back to his mom. Oh, yeah. One thing I did love about his mom. Yeah. First of all, I like her dog, Tux. That do- dog is nuts, but he is cute as a button. He's cute. He's really cute. I liked that his mom said, I'm worried about your feelings here just as much as I'm worried about his. She did. She, she seemed did. to be the one mom who got that, like, this is a big deal for everybody involved, yes. not just my kid. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so now we're at NASA. Okay. Um, I want to you- go to NASA. I would. I do, too. This looked. This was a great date. This is a great date. The impetus for the date is a little strange. She loves riding on private jets. Amanda? I've never ridden on a private jet. Me Have either. You? No. Yeah. I don't think I ever will. I did used to fly first class a lot, but that's because I traveled like a, I was a road warrior. Yeah. And so I had, I had status enough that I got upgraded a lot for like a year. And then when I had to go back with the regular people, it really was not fun. If somebody had said to you very early on in your relationship- Todd loves hanging out on private jets and shit. Wouldn't you have been like, okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> um, I mean, if he, if he can, if he if, could fund the private jets. But like, if he wanted you to fund it. No, no. I can't fund private jets. If she that's what you're said she wants me, him to fund this shit. 
Yeah. And more and more, I am annoyed, like you were last time, of the, I want you to 50-50, I want to be an equal partner in this relationship, but you better buy me dinner every night. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's weird. Like, I'm such a rebel. I want a different wedding gown. Let me throw on a princess cut. Right. All right. So they go, he sets up this date. And um, at first, I thought he was going to fly the planes, which I thought would have been baller. That would have been a baller. <laughs> would have been great to find out that he's like a, a pilot. That would have been on the side. She probably would have been impressed with that. She probably would have gooshed her pants. So they go to NASA and they have dinner in the airplane hangar, which I thought was, was really so Top Gun ish. Cool. It was so cool. It was really I would cool. have dinner and her outfit. I like her style a lot of the time. That outfit was gorgeous. The silky, the green like, pants, emerald green pants, mm-hmm. and the ivory top. She did top. look good. She did look good. She's beautiful. And she's like, oh, how romantical. Thank you. Like, it's baby talk. It's baby talk. It is. And you feel this for me. I love it with you. Do this baby. And that but voice. It's because she had to be vulnerable in the moment. Yeah. Yep. So then they make this, they really make it a point to talk about how much her family loves him. Yeah. Which is. They adore him. He weird. loves them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt and Jake's take on it, and I think is not incorrect, is that her family's like, finally someone's going to deal with her. Oh, we I don't have to deal with her all the time. family is tough to deal with. So I don't know if they even. Probably, but I, I think she's annoying. I don't know if game recognizes game here. I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think it's. So he says no one from his family except his mother will be at the weddings. No. Yeah, there's there's a lot of trauma in Izzy's childhood. Mm-hmm. And I know you hate him, but like I, I have empathy for him in this. There I have something empathy. happened on the way to heaven with this one. I have empathy. I have empathy for him in regards to childhood trauma. What I don't have empathy for is he claims to be quote mentally stable, which right. is a he terrible term. Don't ever use it. But right. he's never done the work. He hasn't done any of the work. No. But he's just saying that because that's what gets women to believe you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they dance and the dance is real hot. It is really hot. Yeah. It yeah. is. They they have great chemistry. They do have good chemistry. Yeah. The next morning. They're into each other. Next morning, things are different. Things are good. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and again, we have the other face of Stacy. Other face of Stacy. They're not Entirely even speaking. Face. She says she's pissed because he lied about his credit score and his debt. Now, mm-hmm. there's a lot of classism here with her. There is a, a lot ton. of it. I, I, Let me just, I'll say what happened, then we can talk about it. She asked him several times about it, and he never told her the truth. So she says, you lied. Like, she's like, you lied. I mm-hmm. asked you in the pods. I asked you blah, blah, blah. You never told me you were in debt. You never told me you had a problem. And she's like, why wouldn't you use a credit card to get points? Okay. Now, interestingly enough, he did tell Johnny the truth. Johnny knew about this. Yep. Didn't tell her. He says he didn't tell her because he wanted to have that conversation face to face. She says when he's being dishonest, he tends to ramble and he's not direct. And he Mm -hmm. says, yes, I know I do that. I'm working on it. And then he basically says he can't be honest with her because he's scared of how she'll react. And she's like, why? Where are you getting that from? What? And. He says he's in $3,500 in debt. And I'm like, hold my beer, dude. What are you talking about? Your credit's destroyed over $3,500. What he said was, I'm not even in debt. I've taken care of it. Yeah. I don't don't believe this. I'm calling bullshit on this. I'm calling bullshit. Okay. He says, do you have my back? She says yes. And they finally make up. Here's the thing. I have been 
in debt. Same. I have been in debt so bad. And Stephanie and I talk about this all the time that we used to know which grocery store cashed checks on which, like in other Uh words, the giant cashes their check four days after you write it. So we could go there and buy groceries. And then by the time our paycheck came in. So that's how broke I've been in my life. I've had the teetering around 500 credit score in my life for a long time. My credit score was 380 when I left my first marriage. Okay. Yeah. I The Orchard Bank I, credit card saved my life. <laughs> the Orchard Bank credit card saved my life too. First of all, I think it's horrible that we give 18-year-olds credit cards. I do too. And say, have ye old good old time with this because it's ridiculous. But regardless – He's in the same space a lot of 27-year-olds are in. Well, and that was my point. So, yeah, you know, this was through my 20s, not even when I was a teenager. I, yeah. was, oh, I had yeah. racked up so much debt. And I remember um, when my grandmother, my father's mother died, she left him a little bit of money and he was going to give me $4,000. Okay. And I remember wanting to, to go on a trip with that money. And right. I had just started dating Timmy. And Timmy's like, no, you think you should pay down some credit card debt with that? And I was like, okay. And that set up the future of our financial relationship. (laughs) Where you want to spend money and he goes, Timmy's the one who got me under control of my spending. And maybe Stacey will do that for him. Maybe. You know what I mean? But my thing is he should not feel shame around this. This is a Mm -mm. very common thing. Exactly. Especially, and, so and what classist. people don't understand is, especially when you don't have parents to bail you out and That's you right. don't have parents to help you. And it seems like Izzy did not. No. So my Izzy has I a very supportive mother for him here. I do. Izzy seems to have an incredibly supportive and lovely mother. I don't get the sense that they came from means, certainly not the means at the level of Stacy's family. Right. And Stacy owns a beautiful house. And I have zero doubt that her father gave her the whole down payment for that house. Yep. And gave her enough of a down payment that she could afford a mortgage. Yeah. And And so she's coming from this immense place of privilege. Yep. So to say, to say to to Izzy, why aren't you using a credit card? You could be saving. You could be getting points. It's such a privileged way of thinking. It is. Like Izzy's probably like, I can barely fucking make my car payment and my rent. I don't give a shit about a credit card. Right. I don't care about my points. No. Remember, he's he's never been to New York. He's never been to California. Right. He's barely left Texas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he comes, he lives he is in a me, different world. I am than him. St- he is me. I am him. When I he met lives Timmy, in a different world than Stacy. When does. I met Timmy, this is the position I was in. I had never mm-hmm. been anywhere. I had no money. Mm-hmm. I had tons of debt. I had a bad yep. credit score. <laughs> this was right. it. except I wasn't hot. So go figure that out. <laughs> figure that puzzle out. And. And Timmy still picked you. And Timmy, you know, we're of a similar socioeconomic class. Like, Timmy's right. good with, you know, he's not really ever had debt, but he grew up with nothing as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, we understood yep. each other. Stacy yep. doesn't understand him. They and, grew up in different worlds. And I don't know if that's something that can be bridged. It's hard to overcome. Mm-hmm. It's hard to overcome. Mm-hmm. You have to be really conscious of it, I think, both people, to yeah. overcome it. Yes. Yeah. But the first person who's got to be really aware of it and honest about it is her. Yeah. She's got to understand the privilege she comes from and she doesn't. She's putting expectations on this guy that he can never meet. Nope. 
He can't. And and not because he doesn't want to. And my suspicion is she puts expectations on everyone she dates that they can never meet. Not only Agreed. financial. Because she's yeah. probably dated guys who had strong financial portfolios. And, right. and she put emotional needs on them or something that they couldn't yep. meet. She probably does yep. this all the time. Yeah. So so there you go. You got some empathy for your boy. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> the greatest man who's ever walked the earth. No, not at all. Izzy Zapata. And I think part of Izzy's obsession with Johnny is she she would not put this on him. She is no, more she, she comes from the world he comes from a little bit more. I think so. A lot mm-hmm. closer. Mm-hmm. Maybe not totally, but a lot closer. Now we have uh Milton Lydia and there's not much here. Oh, there's not much here, but there's a lot here. God, these two are so bad for each other. Milton, uh no, don't do this. So the day after the fight, Milton makes a crack about Uche not being a STEM major. <laughs> I like so, that. So Milton has a little bit of intellectual privilege. He's got a lot of intellectual privilege. Yep. And he really looks down on people who aren't yeah. as intelligent as he is. And he lords and, that and he over sees, Lydia as well. Yeah. But he, he sees Lydia not on his same plane. I don't think anyone's on Milton's plane in Milton's mind intellectually. Mm-hmm. But she's not far below him. He has respect for her intellect given her educational achievements. Could it be some classism I'm picking up with him as well? I oh, think he comes yeah, from a lot absolutely. Of money. And I think it's coming from, I think it's racism and classism. And when we get to his family, oh, let's go there. So they meet Milton's family and he tells her on the way there, like, my family's tough. It's sink or swim in my household. And Lydia's like, what? I don't like introducing anybody to my family, mm-hmm. even my friends. Mm hmm. And we see the the environment Lydia comes from, super warm right. and supportive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, her mother does not speak fluent English. No. Wait, wait till these mothers meet. Mm. <laughs> oh shit! Lydia Senior needs to be protected at all costs from this woman. <laughs> yes, uh, Lydia Senior uh, needs to have no time alone with Milton's mother. John Waters mm-hmm. needs to get in there and. John Waters needs to protect his mother at all costs. <laughs> so Rita is the mom, and I just wrote she is stone cold. She is stone cold, but she is stunning. Both, I did not care for either his mother or his sister, but God, they were both beautiful. They're both assholes, though. Yes. Oh my God. They are both horrible assholes. Jessica is his sister. She's not here for this. And Mm -mm. they make disparaging comments about Milton as well as Lydia. Like everybody is on, everybody's fair game in that family. Oh my God. When when the mother, what's the mother's name again? Rita. Rita. When Rita hugged Lydia... And she's like, and Lydia was like, oh, you're beautiful. It's so great to meet. She did it exactly right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's exactly how you greet in this weird ass situation mm-hmm. with cameras in the room and the whole thing. Yeah. Rita goes, oh, do I detect an accent on this one? Right. And when Lydia said, yes, I'm Puerto Rican. Right. Born and raised. She Rita's was like, like, oh. Oh. It wasn't like, oh, how nice. It was. Oh, how oh. interesting. Yeah. Do you speak Spanish? Like, yeah. None of that. Mm-mm. When did you move here? What? There's a lot of questions that would come from my learning that my child's fiance was from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Puerto Rico. Yes. I was going to say another country, but Puerto Rico is technically part of America. Hashtag 50, 51st state. Actually, 52nd because D.C. should be a state, but we're going to let that go. D.C. should totally be a state. D.C. should totally be a state. But, like, it is – the racism in that room was intense. It was intense. Now, now to say I don't think Lydia did particularly well either – 
I, she showed up with the perfect answer for everything. She did, but I don't know if I didn't feel like her answers were like super. Like I don't feel like she was reaching for them. No, I think they were legit. Uh, I think that I think she was trying real hard. I think as soon as his mother made the accent comment, she was like, "Oh fuck, mm. I'm in with these people." Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. been in this room before. Mm-hmm. The reality mm-hmm. is, is Lydia has been treated like this by many people in her life, no doubt, because Americans can be awful to people who are, quote unquote, not from here. I agree. Even I though agree. she is. Mm-hmm. And I think she just walked in there and she was like, shit. Okay, go I'm going to do my best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she so did her best. Mom says, I'm always eager to see women in the STEM community, which you are. The mom mm-hmm. is a real academic snob. I don't oh, yeah, know what she time. does for a living, but I would not be surprised if she had a career in academia. I would not either. And I have a feeling wherever Lydia went to college is not going to have been good enough. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So Jessica. I remember Milton said in the pods that her that his parents made him think he was stupid all the time when he was yes. in Japan going yes. to school. Yes. Like, like Milton being stupid? No. No. Mm-mm. So Jessica says – Oh, my mother will know because she asks her last name. Right. And then Jessica says, my mother will know your credit score by the time you leave here. Then they tell Lydia she seems scripted. And Jessica says, Mm -hmm. you're fake. This is fake. They're really hard on her. They are awful to her. Mm -mm. Now, this whole thing is fake. It's a TV show. It's a game show. But it's given the situation it's in, it's not fake. The situation's fake. Right. But I believe, I believe she and Milton, Lydia and Milton believe they have feelings for each other. I think so too. And I think there is a world where they can work. Mm -hmm. But Milton needs to mature. He's, the shit she was saying he does, like he leaves food on his nightstand. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, you're a child. I think that Milton needs to mature and I think that he also needs to get the hell away from his family. I do too. I do too. All right. So later he and his terrible sister have a lunch and he basically (laughs) says, uh, Lydia's family is warm and they're giving. And the sister goes giving. It was weird. Yeah. I don't know what that was. And she was like, well, our family's giving. I feel like his parents probably give him a lot of money. But they don't give him a lot of affection and love. No. Here's what it was. She started giving. They're poor Puerto Ricans. Yes. How can they give you anything? Yes. She was like. The classism and racism on these people was horrific. You're right. Ding, ding, ding. You got it. Because she was like giving. Do they they give like our family gives? Like that. She said that. Right. And I was like. Yeah. What does that mean? And then she talks about the merging of the families. Let me let me tell you something. My grandmother was a seamstress her whole life. Never owned a home. Yeah. Lived in an apartment her whole life. She was living on, I think, $800 a month Social Security at the end of her life. She, when she gave me $5 when I was a kid, that meant more to me than anybody who could mm-hmm. write me a check. Do you know yep. what I mean? Like, yep. you felt warm and you felt loved by this woman who was giving you $5, which you know cost her a lot. That's probably how Lydia feels about her family. I don't give a fuck how much they have. They would give me anything they have. And that's the important thing. 
Because that's what so family ridiculous. does. So ridiculous. And I think her family, my guess is her family gives it to her without any conditions. Yes. I don't think Milton's family gives anybody anything without some conditions, whether they are yeah. spoken or unspoken. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So uh, she says, "You're my." Jessica says at this lunch, you're my brother and I love you, but this is fake. Mm-hmm. And then he keeps saying, this is the third time he has said this. Mom says your perception is your reality. Uh-huh. What does that even fucking mean? And did she say that to him when he was a little kid? Right. I don't. I mean, perception is reality. I, I have a degree in political science. Like, that's basically the basis of all political science is perception is reality. But like, was she telling little Milton this when he was having a nightmare at nine years old? Probably. That's how, how I feel. Like, there is nothing yeah. warm about this woman. And if there is, no. we just didn't see it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <sighs> this poor guy. So now they have dinner at the Mineral Museum. How'd you feel about that? That was a gorgeous date, too. It was a gorgeous date. Can but we as talk I about his outfit? Last night, he said, I feel at home with the minerals. <laughs> this is so Jenny. This is my sister. <laughs> I feel at home with the minerals. My sister loves herself a good rock and mineral museum. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> okay. But does she feel at home with the minerals? Probably. Probably. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. Like I said, Todd was watching like 10 minutes of this last night. And he was like, at home with the minerals? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Just yeah, go with it. Yeah. Yep. Keep it going. Yep. It's fine. So he's at home as minerals. What did you think about what he was wearing, though? Lydia's in like a banger dress. Yes. He's wearing an oversized t-shirt and jeans. His fashion, it, he dresses like a college kid. Yeah. Because he's not much more than a year from being a college kid. He's 24, correct? He's 24. <sighs> he has his master's, but like... He dresses like a child and he dresses like a child. And I want to be like, you're first of all, you're on a television show. Never mind the fact that you're on the last fancy date with your soon to be wife. And you've, you slash the producers planned this beautiful date Mm -hmm. and you show up looking like, as my mother would say, an unmade bed. Very good mother, Amanda. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. That she would describe Milton as looking Mm -hmm. like an unmade bed. I agree. He has chewing gum in his mouth i know i know i was like is he joking no right Mm -mm. no he's not no he pulls out a receipt piece rando piece of paper from his pants Mm -hmm. and then he's like i'll probably wash that later he's 100 percent gonna wash that later he will absolutely wash that later now i do want to have some empathy with him i have to imagine finding clothes for him is challenging oh with his height yeah maybe he's so tall and he's he's very slim and I imagine finding particularly pants for him is a challenge. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would spend a lot of money on clothes regardless. No. Mm-mm. No. They, he's got to buy video games. He has video games to buy. He's very practical, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they end up getting into a fight that starts as playful banter about mm-hmm. what a slob he is. Well, first he starts it by saying, you wake up in a bad mood. Right. And he's like, I, she's like, well, you probably did something. He's like, I just woke up. What could I have done? What could I have done? <laughs> and she's like, well, you know, you leave plates on the couch and food next to your bed. No. Who no. does this? Kids do this. My kids yeah. do this. Yeah. So does ours. Yes. Yeah. They t- they keep talking now about, quote, the situation, Uche. Mm-hmm. And she feels judged by him. And yeah. he says, you know, I'm not judging you. Yes, you are. When you're saying that you should have handled that situation more like me. Right. You're judging her. Yep. 
And he says, I know it's not easy to be able to control your emotions like I do. There's so much going on here in this conversation. Mm-hmm. And there's there is the there's the archetype of the hot-headed Latino woman. Mm-hmm. There's the archetype of the simmering rage but cannot be expressed black man mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. There is there's just so much subtext to all of their conversation and all of how both of them are feeling. Milton is saying, I can't be angry. I can't express emotion that way because I'm a black man in America. Yes. And I think his mother instilled that in him. Absolutely. Which you is have fine. To, it, it, see, it felt very much like the thing. I don't know if you read uh, Michelle Obama's memoir, Mm-mm. Becoming. It's a great audiobook to listen to because she reads it oh, and it's just love phenomenal. Her. Love her. Love her. I love her too. But she talks about how when when Barack won the won the presidency, and even before that, she realized because they were the first black family, mm-hmm. they had to be above reproach at every second of every moment of every day. Because mm-hmm. no matter what they did, they were going to be judged more harshly, which is true in this country. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Yep. But it is true nope, of where we you're are. Right. And I think probably Milton's mother is like, you can't be angry. You have to be calm. Like, we have to present as this way. Yes. All the time. But I think that she even, right, she even did that in their household. Oh, agreed. Agreed. You can't express your emotions even here. And I feel really strange as two white women talking about this. I know. I know. It feels uncomfortable because this is neither of our experience. Let us just say we have no experience in this realm. No. At all. No, I, yeah, we have no no experience, but I've heard enough and I've read enough that I feel like this is the subtext that's happening here. And uh, apologies if anyone is offended by this conversation. Back to our friends of color, come at us and let us know if if we're right about this, if you're picking this up. Yeah, if, if we're we wrong, are horribly wrong people, tell us that so we do better. No, so we do better. It's not anyone's job to educate <laughs> us, but please, it's not anyone's job to do the emotional le- labor of educating us. But it, let's have a conversation like this, about it. Let's have, let's a, have conversation a conversation. Yeah, because it's an important conversation that, thankfully, in this country, we're beginning to have. Well, and I think there was this part where he was comforting her after the fight with Uche, where he was saying to her, "Be strong, like Milton." Be strong, be strong. So it's again, this idea that if you show emotions, you're weak. Right. And And this is, this is up with that phrase on his own. Men, not only black men, men are raised with Mm -hmm. that, that uh, mantra in this country. And that's a problem. It is. That's a problem because it is harder and shows more strength to be emotional and to feel your emotions and to work through them. I saw someone comment about Izzy, and I don't remember what Facebook group it was in. It doesn't really matter. I know. We're in like 15 at this point. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. There's so many places I'm talking about this shit. Somebody said, oh, he's just a big old man crybaby about Izzy. That was like, not our group. <laughs> that was not our group. Because could we stop calling men babies for crying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Please. Please. Izzy, there's a lot wrong with Izzy. That's, That's not, not one, one of, of them. Mm-mm. No. Um, so at some point, Lydia has to walk away because she's like, I just need, I need to walk away from this. Yeah. And then she comes back and they, they fight, tussle a little bit more. And then eventually at the end, she's like, this is who I am. Like, I'm emotional and this is who I am. 
Yeah. And he's and that's fair. He's like, I love you. And she's like, I love you too. And that's how that's it was so that. weird. It was like, I love you. Yeah. I can they both say it with so little emotion behind it. I kept trying to look at his dinner plate to see if there was some time passage that we didn't okay. get. And it seems like there was. Well, at one point, as he's, like, telling her to calm down, she is sitting there with her fork, like, shoveling the food in so fast. She was just like, I am angry eating right now. Yes, 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 yes. Been I've there. been that person before. Been there. Yes. Been there. So yeah. what do you think is going to happen? Like, we only have two couples. Who's going to get married? I think they're both going to get married. I don't think I don't think Izzy and Stacey are going to get married. Okay. Because we, we did have a shot of them. In the crying preview. and him chasing her and he was walking away and I thought okay so so here's the thing we see Izzy and he's in his blue suit uh-huh. and he's walking around the grounds and then later we see him kind of looking upset walking around the grounds I'm like oh it's the same footage they're just trying to trick us but yeah. she's in the shop the second time in yeah. her dress and she's like walking like calling out to him so yeah. I'm wondering if she says no <sighs> I think if the two of the two of them, if one of them is going to say no, it's going to be her. Yeah. And you know what, Izzy? She's giving you a gift. Take yeah, it. Yeah. You two don't belong together. This yeah. is going to be messy for the rest of your lives because you know what these two idiots would do? They'd have a baby relatively quick. Yes. Because she's 31. Yeah. And, and not that you're old at 31, but I could see her as a woman who grew up in Texas being like, I'm 31. It is time to start making some babies. He will always feel inadequate mm-hmm. and he will spiral and he will cheat on her. Yep. He will cheat on her yep. with somebody who will not make him feel inadequate. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. All right, guys. So that's that's love is blind. So wait, do you, so do you think Milton and Lydia are going to get married? Yeah, I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do too. I only think Izzy and, and Stacey are going to split. Okay. I think. I think they're both going to say yes, but. Of, of the two, I think Izzy and Stacey are the more likely to split. I think Lydia Milton will get married. I don't think they're together today. No. That doesn't have staying power. No. I am wondering, though, given that in, which season was it? The Chicago season that Danielle and Nick and what's, oh, um, I can't think of her name. But neither of those couples are together anymore. Mm-hmm. And they seem to both split up after the year mark. I wonder if there's some sort of cash payment. I wonder too. Make it a year. Mm-hmm. A balloon payment. Yeah, a balloon payment. <laughs> Is there a balloon payment on your cash winnings? Yeah. Here? Who was it from know. that season? Nick and Danielle. Nick and Danielle. Was that the same season with Alexa and Brennan? No, because they were Dallas. I thought Nick and Danielle were Dallas as well. No, they were Chicago. Okay. Season two, Love is Blind cast. I will know it in just a second. Well, that was season two was Barnett and Amber, right? No, that was season one. Mm -hmm. I'm all over the fucking place. Wait, where am I here? I'm all over. Okay. We've got Shake. Gross. Hate him. We've got Deep Tea. Love her. Mm -hmm. Kyle. Meh. Shayna. Sal. Mallory. Oh, Mallory's last name is just like Izzy's last name is. Zapata. I loved Salamal. Ah, Jared and and Ileana. Yes, yes. She Jared got, and they Ileana, got divorced. That's a, yes, yes, yes. And well, he was, he was a man child too. Yeah, he was a total man. He was a club promoter. What, what have Pooty What have Maddie and Poodle taught us about club promoters? You don't, don't marry date them. them. Don't 
Don't mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. bang them one night and then let them yep. go. Yeah, let them go promote their club. Okay. Yep. <laughs> So, guys, if you haven't already, check out our Sister Wives coverage, which um, is on Patreon Uncut. And those episodes are like an hour and 10, hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, I do this, put a little. Today's was like an hour and 22. I started listening to it before we started it recording. It was. I do put a little free sample on the free feed for everybody. But the real good stuff is behind the paywall. And um, also, we'll be doing Married at First Sight there, Stephanie and I. And Amanda, you and I are continu- continuing our Yellow Jackets rewatch, and we yep. are doing 90 Day Last Resort as long as it's going to be there. A couple more weeks of it. Oh, and I released my good. interview with Stephen Pandos and Cynthia. I was listening to that last night yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, well, not fun. I mean, we were talking about a very serious, sad topic. But <laughs> about the death of his sister. It but was amazing. It, it's a great it, interview. It was a great interview. And Cynthia was amazing. Like, to talk mm-hmm. to her about how she framed the film and what was her thought yeah. process behind that was really cool. I'm glad you asked a lot of those questions yeah. because that's kind of what I was curious. Like, I don't know how a documentary produce like director like how do they start like where well i did ask the question it? about the secret grand jury i did not get to that oh yet. i was like why didn't you tell steven about that and right. steven were you upset about that yeah. <laughs> um but Can't they wait. were great and they were very generous to to talk with me and i i really enjoyed that interview so subscribe share leave a five-star review do everything mm-hmm. do all the things and you know uh, all the things people and we'll keep showing up for you we will, and uh, we may do a Yellow Jackets this week in our rewatch. We're up to episode seven. Yes, it's allergy season, though, and it's real tough around here. Okay, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's so. all good. All right, guys, thanks so much. You can find Amanda. Um, her Instagram is in the show notes. My Instagram is in the show notes, and then everything for the show is there as well. Absolutely. So, so please come play with us. We love people. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye.